2: The eleven to one show
1: with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz
3: Kings Court. Choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring, here for you. It's huge, covered in garish spots. It's the stuff of nightmares, but it seems lots of people want to own it more on the world's most unusual auction after Snow Patrol. Snow Patrol, just say yes on LMFM's 11 to 1 They're saying yes, yes, yes And they are paying huge amounts of money For what? Well, for the freakiest, most unusual, craziest thing that was ever on television It is (laughs) the stuff of nightmares, I'm going to say This might jog your memory
2: He's a home builder, as well as an accomplished chef As we will see a little later
0: Hello. (laughs) Hi. Yes. Oh, no, no, it's all right. No,
2: no, no, it's okay. uh, Think nothing of it. You only had to ask. I'm very happy to uh, help you with your paperwork. (laughs) Oh, Oh my God,
3: that's all. I I can't cope with it. I can't cope with the freakiness of this guy. The original Mr. Blobby suit is up for auction. Okay, that's disturbing enough. But people are paying 70,000 euro at this stage. Okay, so it currently stands at 70 grand. I'm just like, oh my God. The bid started off at 44 euro. Okay, right. You know, a bit of a novelty thing. Oh, this is kind of amusing. I have the Mr. Blobby suit for under 40 quid uh, or for under 50 quid grand. But it skyrocketed after that, right, to 10 grand. But now, the highest bid is for 70,000 Euro. It's being sold on eBay and it simply says Mr. Blobby original BBC costume from the 1990s while the condition of the outfit is listed as used. Okay. i <laughs> give me a description here now. So it says uh, as it's now over 25 years old there is the inevitable ageing to the foam and the rubberized coating. This means it's uh, less suitable to be worn as the unit is not very supple as it was in 1996. Two arms require reattaching to the body OK, one of the plastic eyes is cracked and the bow tie will need securing. So overall, it's not too bad for its age, there's a seller, but there's a visible creasing and dust uh, to the covering and you might need a drop of glue to make good. I mean, now, first of all, why would anyone want Mr. Blobby? costume in their house it's the freakiest thing ever like the eyes alone are just really crazy and the stuff of nightmares I don't know why you would want it number two it's as raggedy looking you know what I mean like it's going to be so much repairs need to be done 70,000 like 70,000 who has that in their bank account going I know (laughs) make a bid there on the Mr. Blobby costume crazy crazy people you can. that's the song that I play when I look at my bank account in January do you know what I mean things can only get better D Ream on LMFM is 11 to 1 things can only get better for Tom King, he is a Bohemian based blacksmith and he is on top of the world at the moment because he won the overall best product award at Showcase Ireland. And this is for his stunning looking iron St. Bridget's Cross. So he created it, obviously, to mark the new national holiday that we'll be having for St. Bridget next month. And this was all part of Showcase, which is a huge and like I'm going to say really tough exhibition uh, that's got lots of different design and crafts people and, and businesses and exhibitors are at this and uh, it's attracting 4,000 Irish and overseas buyers and this is all run by Design and Crafts Council of Ireland and it runs in the RDS so there you go fantastic also Carlingford based uh, Garrett Mallon he won the best product in the jewellery category as well so fantastic success for the guys there and I'm thrilled for them because it's so tough When you're running a small business and you know you're putting your blood, sweat, and tears and everything into it, so fair play to the guys at their success and uh, fair play to everybody who exhibited there because it's very, very tough. So congratulations to you all. I have a very important birthday request on the way plus music from George Ezra for you.
2: The Eleven to One Show.
3: Leah marie Finnegan, you are in Forest Park in Drogheda. We are calling you out on the radio to say a very happy birthday to you today. This is coming in from your very proud grandparents, Bernard and Lila Skelly. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Hope this cheers you up. Here's George Ezra for you on LMFM's 11 to 1 on your birthday. Yeah, they're going to throw a party for Leah Marie Finnegan in Drada later on. Hopefully for her birthday. Hope she's having a great day. Uh, gotten a message here from Cle- Kelly. I loved Mr Blobby back in the day. We had even had a pencil set and notebook with his face on it. Kelly, is it you? Are you the person that is bidding on Mr Blobby currently? <laughs> (laughs) might explain something I don't know I never got into him I used to love Noel Edmonds and the house party and the whole bit but I just he freaked me out even as a child and now even I just couldn't even bear looking at him there now for more than about a minute or so he's just he's too crazy he's too mad and he just causes mayhem everywhere he goes and he's freaky looking like he's the freakiest thing that you'll ever come across but there you go 70 grand currently on an auction. By the way, that auction, uh, Kelly, if you're interested, it's on until Thursday. Okay, you can bid on it there until then. Now, something that I would put my money towards, which is so much more worthwhile. uh, This is a lovely fundraiser that has been set up uh, just in the last day or two. It's for Christy Dignam as you heard in the programme here uh, a week or so ago uh, we heard the news that Christy is receiving palliative care for cancer at home now a super fan called Stephen Brown has set up a GoFundMe and it's raised over 20000 already it's Christy Dignam Let's Give Back okay you can find it on GoFundMe apparently they're aiming to raise enough money to be able to help the family pay for obviously the huge expenses that would be related to Christy's care uh, as well and uh, Stephen says Christy has always been there for us showing up to charity events and even funerals of loved ones and now it's time for us to give back to him and his family so if you want to check it out there's a quick link by the way on lmfm.ie you can go directly there it's actually over the 20 grand at this stage it's 22,320 exactly they're hoping to raise 30,000 I'd say they'll definitely do that no bother and fair play to Stephen Brown organising the fundraiser especially for Christy
2: She's so beautiful
3: Aslan, she's so beautiful in LMFM's 11 to 1 Now we spoke to these guys before sort of I suppose Covid was when we first met them Two brothers from Navin both took very different paths in life since leaving secondary school They faced unique struggles but they came together to create the Wolf Academy It's an education programme created a wellbeing programme aimed at students to kind of guide them on the right path in life We're going to be chatting to them because they have a new retreat from men We're going to be chatting to them about it after these
2: the 11 to 1 show
3: LMFM Two brothers from Navin both took very different paths in life since leaving secondary school and both faced very unique struggles from feeling they were in the wrong career, doing a job that didn't inspire them to battling drug addiction. And they don't want other young people to go down the same road they went down. So they set up an education company which developed world-class wellbeing programmes aimed at senior cycle students. And next month they are running a new retreat exclusively for young men to help find their purpose, connect with nature, face challenges and ultimately build their self-esteem and confidence. And I'm delighted to have Cormac and Daryl Noonan from the Wolf Academy. They're in studio. How are you getting on, guys?
4: How you doing, Sinead? Doing,
3: Sinead? Uh, great to have you here because, you know, when we first met, it was kind of just maybe just before COVID and the, the company was just sort of taken off and things were, you know, kind of starting out. Now, it's going from strength to strength. You've had quite the three years, haven't you?
1: Yeah, it's been an interesting three years. Um I think we've been in 20 different counties around the country, so we've really got around since we started and yeah, it's just been amazing to watch it grow and just the different people we've met along the journey. people have come on board to help us and work with us as well. so um, and obviously all the students and teachers we've met on along the way. so yeah, and I suppose we kind of, after the last three years almost we've realized the need for something a little bit different um so for young men we're looking to do a retreat now in february the 13th of february just to get them out of that environment of the school and bring them out into nature um getting them away from technology and all the distractions of the everyday world and yeah, we're bringing them up somewhere in the Wicklow Mountains where there's no electricity, no running water. Um, just to yeah, really switch off and tune into themselves, I suppose.
3: That sounds like, you know, every teenager's nightmare. No phone, no electricity, all this kind of stuff. We'll, we'll talk about the retreat now in a second because, you know, going back to yourselves and, and your own journey. I mean, when you guys both left school, you both sort of were a bit lost, not sure where you wanted to go. You know, you were very different to, to the men that are sitting here in front of me today.
4: Yeah. So I suppose for myself, Sinead, not knowing not having any clue of who I was or how to express my emotions, I I followed a crowd that I that I at the time found was cool and started doing those kind of things which was drinking, taking drugs and just acting out, basically. And that's the way I was expressing myself because we all have so much emotion that we want to express and we will find a way to do that, whether it's healthy or not. And that's the path that it led me down then for over 10 years, until I got to a point where it was either change or die. So that's where it brought me to. And when when I chose the the change, uh, when I chose to change, I realized if I hadn't known the importance of expressing myself, that, that main thing, because I met a lot of people along along that journey that are not here anymore. Mm. And a lot of it is down to not being able to express emotion, especially for men. I can only speak for men anyway. Yeah. Um, and that was my main driving force to want to go into the schools, to even bring in an awareness to expressing and the importance, let alone ways to do it, just an awareness of it. And that's when I said it to Cormac and he was traveling at the time and he had already had the idea for Wolf Academy. So we set it up together. And as Cormac said, it's been absolutely beautiful to watch it grow and to see the people that come on board, to meet all the people that we're meeting. And to and for us, us it's very important to stay open to change, not be too linear with our direction and, and, and allowing it to grow naturally and organically and going with the flow of that. Because I feel if we had... Too set of a, a direction, we wouldn't be open to see what might actually improve what we're doing. Yeah, suppose. absolutely. And that's, and that's, that's
3: that's exactly what it's all about. And like not every student is going to be the same or going through the same exactly. things or the same challenges. And, you know, you said something quite crucial there in terms of, you know, feeling that you couldn't express yourself like this is... Huge, and this expression that I absolutely detest, "man up this crack," you know, mm. and I, I think that's so important to see somebody like yourselves, young men yourselves, speaking to the next generation and kind of saying, "Hang on, guys, what, are, how are you feeling? Why are you bottling that up?" express it get out there and this is kind of where this is it is all about and it's, it's fantastic that this is being part of uh, you know the, the school program as I mentioned to you guys before you know the, the courses that you do it's something that I wish that I had in schools Tell me a little bit about some of the courses that that you offer uh, uh, cormac
1: yeah so the we have online programs um covering lots of different topics such as breeding yoga and um, daryl does one around optimizing your day for me it's all around visualizing your future who you want to be where you want to get to and um, but the main work we do would be in-person work in the schools so we have um a program we actually at the moment we have a whole school approach so we're going into the school delivering talks and workshops to all the students so we do one for the senior cycle one for the junior cycle we have a workshop for the teachers because it's important you know, to get them on board yeah. and help look after their own their own well-being because they're so inundated with work and responsibility. Um, and then we have a, a webinar as well for the parents, so we're looking at the whole school as a like, a community. System, yeah, like a community, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And it's like, how can we get the parents, teachers, and students, you know, all on the same page? Instead of us going in, you know, telling the students something and then maybe they're them going home and hearing something different. So, like, we all have to be on the same page. So. That whole school approach is something that we're really kind of pushing now this year to really look at it from a more holistic point of view. Um, so that's kind of the main one. And then we just have lots of different types of workshops depending on what schools want. So it could be around resilience, motivation. Um, we have boys-specific ones, girls-specific ones, mixed ones. and um, We have different coaches, Yvonne, Nathan, and we have a couple of other coaches we're bringing on board. Um, just to deliver different types of workshops, we have one in Irish as well. Oh, wow. um, so yeah we're just really looking at the different options that schools want and trying to facilitate that as Dara said just being open to what's out there and what people are looking for.
3: And and what's it like cuz look, you know, I know what teenagers are like, you know. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine standing up in a, in a room full of them and, you know, so a lot of the time when say people like yourselves come into schools, you kind of think, ah, oh, grand bit of a DOS, you know, it's personal development thing, yeah, whatever. You, do you get attitude from them and what what do you get sort of that, you know, sit back, I'm not going to participate and if you do what how do you kind of deal with that cuz it can be tricky.
4: Yeah. Well, I suppose the main like what we've done from the start is share our personal journey and why it is we're doing the work we're doing. And that always 99% of the time will connect us with the students. Um, And we find that the students a lot of the time that might be acting out in these sessions would be probably the ones that are maybe were really actually hitting home with. Mm. And they may find it uncomfortable to sit with that feeling. So they'll maybe act out maybe and... Thing is, we're not kind of there to. Well, I don't feel we're there to discipline no anyone. Um, but we haven't really come across any anything yet where where that would be necessary, you know. But what we I suppose are noticing in the classroom is how much we would like now to start bringing the students out of the classroom because the classroom environment, even the school uniform, that is that comes along with a lot of other stuff as in rules Yeah, you know being in your uniform you are under a set of rules whether it's conscious or not, being in the classroom is the same so we're, that's one of the main reasons we decided to organise the retreat but also we're going to start doing the workshops outside the classroom so that it's more open for the students.
3: Yeah, but as you say, it breaks down that barrier kind Takes of, the I suppose. Barriers down. Yeah, and that, yeah. that kind of authoritative thing. And, and talk to me about this retreat. So you've aimed it at men specifically kind of for the reasons that you've outlined in terms of, you know, the you know tapping into that emotion and, and kind of making them come out and express themselves more. But what are you hoping that they take from it and sort of what age group are you gearing it at uh, specifically?
4: Um, yeah, so we're targeting men. We are also just put it out there there is going to be girls retreats as well okay. and we yvonne who works with us will be um in charge of that along with some other women so that will be option at some point as well but um for us it's because of our own personal journeys we know how how incredibly beneficial it is to leave your natural environment leave your normal environment mm-hmm. or your regular environment go, go somewhere new be put through different tasks mental ones physical challenges and then to integrate that, then at the end of, of the retreat, and how, and then come back to where it is like your home or your family, or whatever it is, with this new perspective. But it's coming out of your normal environment to to, 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 to do that Absolutely. to do that, and yeah. um, so that's um, that was the main reason why we wanted to do it this way, and out in nature, in a place that has no signal. Mm. has no running water or electricity this particular place. Um so it's it's gonna be very natural. It's gonna be yeah. very disconnected from society and even that small amount of time, like two or three days, it is still a small amount of time, but that's massive when it comes to disconnecting, especially for people of the ages of or you ask the age. So it'd be it's like sixteen to twenty. Mm. Um, the,
3: the, the age group who are completely attached to their phones yeah, and, and exactly. social media absolutely and you know the, talking about to, uh, social media this is very much in, in the news at the moment this you know Andrew Tate and toxic masculinity and the, you know the, the, the bile that and the things that he's spewing online and the fact that our young men particularly seem to be drawn in by this and, and, and taken in by this is this something you guys have come across is that something that might come up for you?
1: Yeah we have actually came across it Um and it's we've even got a call off of school that seemed to see some of the maybe negative effects of the boys maybe not treating the girls with the same mm. respect that you should be treating them. Um, in terms of Andrew Tate himself, I suppose um, I don't listen. I haven't listened to too much of him. Um, I think some of what he says has a point, especially the stuff around encouraging men to you know go out and actually do something with their lives. That's yeah. a positive step. Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff he says about women, obviously, I wouldn't agree with that, and I think he's very unbalanced in that sense. Um, but at Wolf Academy, we don't think he's too much of a concern. I suppose all we're concerned with is, you know, how what's the next step for young people, and how can we help them get to that next step? Um, and we do think having positive role models, we try to be positive role models in young people, especially young boys. Um, myself and Daryl, and. I suppose that's what we're trying to do with this retreat. And it's, I think another maybe problem is that a lot of boys are going towards the likes of Andrew Tate because they feel there is a lot of talk, talk about toxic masculinity, which I don't really like that term because I feel like it taints masculinity with a negative brush, whereas it should be just called masculinity. And then obviously there's, you know, there's men who do bad things as yeah. well. But it's it's almost as if at the moment there's too much of a push against masculinity and what it is to be a man I think a lot of men are lost um, mm. not just young men but like older men as well and um, like suicide rates among um, men are three times higher than women yeah and I think I read
3: that just this morning yeah actually. a lot yeah. of that
1: yeah. is due to the fact that we're losing our sense of purpose because you know back in hunter-gatherer societies we would have been the protectors and the providers and we would have been involved in the community and stuff like that and I suppose a lot of men are feeling they're maybe losing that role they're they're losing that sense of purpose which is so vital to our well-being and so that's one of the things we want to give to young men just give them a, a sense of meaning even they mightn't know their purpose at that age like you know it's an evolving thing but just a sense of direction um, and sense and it that should they be just the, this. Yeah, yeah absolutely
3: and it's a case that you know your place is not being taken away from you say you know it's that there's room for everybody to have a place mm-hmm. in society in in whatever role that needs to be you know given to people or whatever absolutely and in in terms of you know the the course itself what do you hope that the that the young men take away from this style
4: well I suppose like what comic was saying there it's that meaning so if we like a lot of the time going through school, and I'm not saying all schools are like this, but it's it's very academic focused yeah. on that side. Um, and a lot of the time, like if we don't have that sense of meaning or that sense of purpose, it might not be our purpose, but some sense of purpose in what we're doing. I think that's what leads to people looking for, because one of the main, one of the a very strong instinct in humans is to belong. So if we don't feel we belong in what we're doing, say job wise or whatever it is, we will look for that in, in other areas. And a lot of the time that's with very distracting things, whether it's alcohol, drugs, like so many things are distracting. So if we can get the, the young people to, I suppose, find out what their values are, find mm. out what their strengths are, and then maybe they can direct their life. With those, with those qualities and find more joy and find more purpose in life. And I suppose that's the main thing, to find that joy, to find that purpose. And if you're doing something that aligns with your values and who you are, then you'll get that, but it's discovering who
3: you are absolutely and, and no better way as you say completely yeah. off the grid in, in the mountains with no electricity running water the whole thing I think that uh, you guys are fantastic what you do I think the courses are going to really help people this retreat is really really going to help people I thank you both so so much uh, for joining me today and having a chat thanks a million uh, if you want uh, more information by the way info at wolfacademy.ie that's the email okay if you want to get in touch with them or just if you want to surf the website wolfacademy.ie oh!
2: The 11 to 1 show.
3: You can eat it on toast. It's great in a satay, or if you're like me, straight out of the jar. It's peanut butter day today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call double seven seven double four double five. We're going back to 2011 and 21. The second studio album by Adele was released she got a Grammy Award for Album of the Year that year as well and. Award as well. Lots of awards for it. There's no more room in the mantelpiece, that one. And today is peanut butter day. Yeah, it was created many years ago to allow peanut butter lovers to celebrate the creation of this wonderful food, which means I can eat it out of the jar without judgment today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie You two with the sweetest thing. There is nothing sweet about the name Kylie Jenner has given her son. It's causing a furore online. More on that after twelve.
2: Oh, L-M-F-M. The eleven to one show. Oh,
3: L-M-F-M. Kylie Jenner names her son Penis. I kid you not. More after Coldplay.
0: I've been reading books of old. Just like this
3: Jesus Sinead, you must be taking the mickey I promise you, I am not Penis is the actual name Translated in from Arabic to English Okay, that Kylie Jenner has selected for her son Now look, at it's a big deal, isn't it? You know, picking a name for your child You have to get the name right There's a lot of pressure as well when you're a celebrity, you know. The eyes of the public are on you. And everybody wants to know, what are you calling your child? What's his name? Uh, So initially he was called Wolf, which I think is pretty cool. It's a badass name. Wolf is a badass name. But she decided, no, no, that's not going to suit him. So a year after all that, you know, kind of what's his name thing from last year, now she has told us that his name is Ari. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Apparently a journalist has tweeted saying, "Hmm. Should someone tell Kylie Jenner that she's renamed her son Ari, which is a common Arabic expression for my penis." And she says, "You know, I doubt people will have noticed. After all, Arabic is only spoken by around 415 million people. Oh dear lord, Kylie when he goes to school and oh, it's going to you're you're crying out for taunts and everything, you know?" So there you go. It sounds lovely in Arabic. Ari, Ari, isn't it gorgeous? Penis is what it means in English.
0: The buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app.
2: Hi, I'm Crossy. Nile Horan has teased an upcoming new single on his socials. He's currently getting ready to star in the American version of The Voice. Here's the single tease. Something like that. Billboard have ranked the best Super Bowls of all time to date. In at number six is Beyonce, five is Brucie, four is Madonna, three is when Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige and Kendrick Lamar got together last year. In at number two is U2 and in at number one is Prince. Fans online believe though that Beyonce should have been number one. Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime show will be on February 12th. Mimi Webb spoke to the BBC last night about manifestations. She's up for Best Newcomer at the Brits this February. She explained how she manifested the nomination. Oh, I
0: love a good manifestation. Thought, <laughs> thought, okay. let us um, know. Yeah, so, yeah, I've just, I just, for me, like, at the end of every year, I always do, like, a whole, like, week of just manifesting of what I want to happen. The right, well, hang on now. So when you say a whole week of manifesting, what yeah. happens... Oh, so I I do a lot of meditations. Yeah. Write everything down like loads and loads of times. Um, And also, it's all about like feeling like you already have it. So you have to really be in like that mental space.
2: That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on
0: LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app.
3: Manifestations Feeling lucky It's a trend That's starting on TikTok And it's a little bit worrying To be honest We'll be chatting about that A little bit later on But first back to the music Here's Irene Cara Irene Cara What a feeling On LMFM's 11 to 1 Are you a recent graduate of nursing or maybe you took a career break and you're longing to return to the profession Well, the Bonsacor, they are having an open evening for nurses, they're recruiting nurses and healthcare assistants. It's happening on Thursday. We're going to get more details about this from Emma Fleming. She's the Director of Nursing there. We're going to join her after
2: these The 11 to 1 show
3: Are you a recent graduate of nursing? Perhaps you took a career break and you're longing to return to the profession. If so, my next guest wants to hear from you. The Bonscore Hospital in Dublin, they are holding a nurse recruitment and healthcare assistant open evening. It's happening on Thursday and they're hoping to hear from registered nurses, recent graduates and healthcare assistants who are enthusiastic, self-motivated with a passion to make a difference. And you can find out all the details and career opportunities available on the night. Joining me today to tell us more is Emma Fleming. She's Director of Nursing at the Bon Secours Hospital. She's on the line. How are you getting on, Emma? Hi, Sinead. Thanks very much for having me today. Great to have you on the show. Now, you started off as a nurse in the Matter Hospital in the 2000s, around 2004, before moving into the managerial roles and the roles that you're in now. But what drew you to the career in nursing, Emma, initially?
0: Oh, well, it's going back as long as I can remember from when I was a child, I suppose. Um, my mum did have ill health uh, over the years and I always knew that it was in me that I wanted uh, to become a nurse. Uh, so from looking after her, looking after my granny in the home as well, um, it was something that I was always very passionate towards and always knew that it was a career I wanted to to explore and develop. And I suppose I was very fortunate when I was in transition year, we had a very good um, transition year programme in Minutes post-primary at the time and uh, that opened up opportunities for me to participate in some work experience within our local nursing home and i knew from then that that was it for me
3: fantastic and you know it was ty was my my own myself i I figured out that i wanted to go into media as well it's a fantastic year uh, for people it really is now nursing not for everyone challenging but also i imagine hugely rewarding career as well Emma.
0: Absolutely and I suppose we're very fortunate we're in an era from nursing that is very much education driven and career orientated so um, while we have that caring and compassionate side to us we also have a, a phenomenal opportunities and opportunities that we have here in the Bon Secure in Dublin with huge possibilities for growth within not only our organisation but in nursing in general on a national scale here within Ireland as well
3: That's really encouraging because you know, everybody wants to kind of move up the ladder and progress absolutely So talk to me about the hospital itself. What departments could nurses find themselves working in there?
0: Well, we have a fantastic range of uh, departments here, uh, spanning from day surgery, day oncology. Um, Our day award, we have uh, cardiology, uh, inclusive of of a state-of-the-art CAT lab here. And we have a new endoscopy unit with our fourth procedure room open only recently last year. And I'm very pleased to say that we actually have, um, we're continually growing our service and investing in new development, so much so that construction is currently underway to build a new 14 million um, euro bond secure hospital. Dublin Surgical and Oncology Day Award, wow. and that will be completed in April of this year and fully operational in June. Okay, so, a lot so of exciting times ahead. Yeah, really
3: exciting times, and this means that you're going to be hiring people. And speaking about that, you guys are holding a recruitment day for nurses and healthcare assistants. It's happening this Thursday evening. Sorry, recruitment evening.
0: It is, Thursday evening from 5 o'clock. So you can come along and bring your CV. It's a drop-in event, but for those that are planning to attend, you might confirm your attendance in advance. And we do have um, some details on our website and in our social media campaigns. But you can email us on recruitmentdublin at bondsecures.ie or contact us on our phone on 806 Five six two eight, where our HR team will uh, guide you in the process. But absolutely, uh, drop in on the night. We'd be delighted to see you, and we will have um, a full range of our team here to meet and greet and show you around our beautiful hospital here, and um, and talk you through what we do.
3: And and you know, as you mentioned there as well, you know, it's it's for registered nurses, but also re- people who've just graduated. You know, as well, they can pop along and sort of see what's an offer there for them.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So last year we set up a new program, a new graduate nurse program here within um, the Bon Secure in Dublin and this is just one of our opportunities for growth and career progression here. Uh, We're very supportive of our newly graduate nurses. We do have our own um, student nurses from DCU that partake here in our program um, as part of uh, the nurse training program here from the paediatrics and general side of nursing. Um, And our nurse graduate program is a follow-on from that. Uh, For anyone who is who just qualified from nursing within the first two years of qualification and uh, we have an in-depth programme here for them and the next uh, cohort for that programme is April this year with interviews to take place in March.
3: Oh wow, okay, so it's all happening really, really quickly Uh, so you have, I've got the details here of the the email and the phone number but as you say, people can just go along on the night you can just arrive.
0: can indeed, yeah, and um, bring your CV along. Okay. If we have an opportunity, we can interview you on the night. Oh, as wow. Well. Fantastic. Um, so we have a full team here, and uh, depending on our numbers on the night, if we can't interview you on the night, we will uh, schedule uh, an interview for you in, within the next day or so after that.
3: Fantastic. So we and have a full set up here. Yeah, oh, that's brilliant. Okay, so dress to impress people as well bring <laughs> bringing <laughs> the CV. Absolutely. And in terms of, you know, I mentioned there at the start, you know, somebody that's, you know, enthusiastic, obviously, self motivated. What sort of things stand out for you now, Emma, when you're looking for a good nurse?
0: Absolutely, care and compassion, without yeah. a shadow of a doubt. Um, you know that's what we look for. That's what ingrained is ingrained in us as nurses, and that's one of our values here uh, within the Bond Secure in Dublin. Um, you know, our foundations are our success, and are rooted in our ability to attract and retain talented people here. So talented people that are looking to progress in their own career development as well. Um, so yeah, so come along on the night. We'd be delighted to see you. Fantastic. And, uh, we have a very welcoming team here, a uh, very supportive team. And I suppose we are I'm very proud of that fact here that particularly from our nursing and healthcare assistant uh, group, uh, we're very much teamwork orientated and one big family here, very welcoming and open arms.
3: Oh, that's what people want to hear. Absolutely. Emma, it's been lovely chatting to you. Continued success there in your in your role. Yourself as at, at director of the nursing, big job, I'd imagine. Takes a lot of your time and, and, and stress and everything I'd say as well. But thank you so, so much for taking a couple of moments to chat to us today?
0: Not at all, and thank you for your time. Thanks and we look a forward million. to welcoming everyone on Thursday. Thanks so much,
3: Emma Fleming, there from the Bonsacore. Now, as we mentioned, you can email them if you want more details Dublin at bonsecours.ie or you can give them a bell in advance on 01 806 5628. So that's 01 806 5628, and it's happening Thursday evening from 5 pm. Damien Rice, Cannonball and LMFM's 11 to 1. I am so lucky. Everything works out for me. This is a worrying new trend that has cropped up on TikTok. I'm going to be chatting about it after these.
2: The 11 to 1 show.
3: That's what you do. You tell yourself that you're lucky. It's probably the smuggest TikTok trend out there and it's called Lucky Girl Syndrome and it's had 80 million views so far. So it's kind of a spin on the manifestation thing, you know, the belief that positive thinking is going to help you achieve your goals, which I'm a big fan of. Okay, and I'm reading extensively on this. I kid you not, there's so many books on this, but there's no scientific evidence for just kind of going, oh, I'm so lucky, everything works out for me. It's all good. You know, this the whole time. Manifestation, by the way, right? OK, positive thought. That's perfect. That's really, you know, admirable. But you also have to take action on things. OK, so you have to take action on your goals. You can't just sit around and go, oh, I'm lucky. You know what I mean? Like Kylie there. I'm lucky everything. Everything works out for me. Uh, psychologists are talking about this as well and uh, Dr. Caroline Keenan has been chatting about this and looking into the trend and she says look you know positive thinking is very beneficial however you know this idea is does raise some concerns you know you can't just sort of make real what you imagine for yourself you know there's some situations where you can't manifest it or think your way out of it you know situations as well where people uh, think you know cures for long term health conditions or things like maybe their sick relative is, is you know to try and cure them. If I think my way out of it, that it's not going to work. So this is where the trend obviously is very worrying. And I've heard parents talk about their kids Going on about this, you know, oh, I'm so lucky it's all going to work out for me. It's absolutely fine. Again, like everything that we see online, we have to be sort of, you know, watching what our kids are doing and sort of educating them about it. And like I say, I've been reading about manifestation for a long time and I still don't have the grips to it. And it's definitely not as simple as sitting around going, I'm lucky, I'm lucky, everything works out for me. No, no. Yeah, I'd say he's sitting at home, you know, going to himself. I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. Dermot <laughs> Kennedy with Kiss Me. If you think that you are like of oh, the. Talent that Dermot Kennedy is. Well, we want to hear from you because LMFM Local Hero Talent Search has launched in association with Hot Press. So we're on the lookout for people who are in a band, a DJ, a music group or solo artist and you could be featured live on LMFM. It's all part of Irish Music Month which is happening in March across independent radio stations in Ireland. So we are looking for your original Derm demos now. Dermot's, I nearly said, original Dermot's. More original demos, please. Uh, original demos, okay? So you can email an MP3 to us, irishmusic at lmfm.ie, okay? Irishmusic at lmfm.ie. As well as that, you get the chance to win an overall 10 grand prize fund get your record released and have your music played on independent radio stations across Ireland. That is pretty sweet. This is Irish Music Month, proudly supported by Hot Press, IBI and BAI Sound and Vision Fund on LMFM. More details are on lmfm.ie. Now, we are excited today. Uh, because the couple from Mead who picked up two BAFTA nominations last week for Colleen Kuhn, there's more excitement afoot for them today. I'm going to tell you all about it after these.
2: Oh, the 11 to 1 show.
3: Oh, Jim Jim and RD is loving the, tu- the, the tunes. He's saying happy Tuesday, loving the music. Jim Jim, you're going to love this. It's a Ranger. On LMFM, just for you in RD there. Uh, I do love the Wheatest version of that as well. There they are, Razor. A little respect on LMFM's 11 to 1. Their nails are bitten to the quick. The carpet has been worn from them pacing back and forth. They'd say they're looking at the clock moving agonisingly slowly. My thoughts are with Colin Barade and Cleona Nicruly, the team behind Irish language drama on Colleen Kuhn, because... The build up is happening, the momentum to Oscar nominations. It's gonna be half one. Irish times. They're nearly there. And this is, you know, very very exciting for these guys. Uh, so they ha- are shortlisted at the minute. So later on, the nominations will be uh, released. And this is for the um, international feature film category. Okay, it's going to be a fiercely contested uh, category for them, but it would just be incredible to see these guys make it onto that list. It would be so, so incredible. And uh, of course, they have strong connections with me. Uh, Cleona's from Trim and a lot of the movie was shot there as well so they have an agonising weight also the Banshees of Inna writer-director and director Martin McDonagh and the stars of course Kerry Condon Colin Farrell Brendan Gleeson and Barry Keoghan are all tipped as well to make a a nomination as well in their categories Jessie Buckley as well in uh, Women Talking another Irish contingency there uh, for, for her and also Kilkenny's Cartoon Saloon I mean these guys are incredible they have a great track record as well they're hoping to make the best animated feature shortlist as well for My Father's Dragon haven't seen it yet but it does look absolutely gorgeous and Northern Irish Film An Irish Goodbye as well is in the hunt for a place among the nominees for best live action short so fingers crossed fingers crossed as well as this I'm just looking here in the technical categories uh, there's going to be an irish attention on avatar as well uh, because uh, there's a, a, an irish connection there on that and also uh, there's best visual effects and elvis editor jonathan redmond has an irish connection so lots of irish uh, 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 hopefully up for nominations so 130 130 is the time fingers and toes and everything crossed for them
2: you're home of great music.
3: script with Rain. Uh, That is almost our lot on the show for today but I just want to tell you that tomorrow Dancing with the Stars judge Julian Benson is going to be joining me on the show to talk about his work for Cystic Vibe Process. So very much looking forward to having a chat with him on tomorrow's show. That is our lot for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. Have a great day. Chat to you tomorrow.
2: The 11 to 1 show.